Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Uh, Welcome to the Weekly Scoop. Super excited to be here. Um, Sorry for last week. I am regrouping and I got a new sponsor coming in the works. So uh, no sponsor like bit today, but uh, that will continue down the road. I really want to talk to you about this whole recessionary stuff because I, I, I just... It, it boggles my mind that we are avoiding the true face of economic, like, just like the economic picture. And politics kind of ruins so many things, and the economy is one of them, because they want to protect their ass against elections because midterms are coming up. So, that, of course, they don't want to admit that they're in recession. They don't want to see that it's their fault. Well, by the definition of recession, which I believe they actually changed recently, and now it's locked in Wikipedia, so you can't change it. Although Wikipedia is not my um, my number one source anyway. So a recession by definition, according to Oxford, is a period of temporary economic decline which traded and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall of GDP in two successive quarters. Well, that's what's been happening. We have been down in GDP for two quarters straight. That's a recession. That is the definition of a recession. We are in a recession. But do not fear, my friends. We are in the midst of a great fourth turning. I want you guys to look up the fourth turning. I want you guys to do your own research whether it's reading books, uh, I think Ray Dalio has a book on the fourth turning um, that I highly recommend you read in terms of like preparing for what's coming. Um, Ray Dalio has written principles for dealing in the for the with the changing world order while nations succeed and fall. Um, that kind of goes along with the fourth turning. Yeah, so Ray Dalio principles for dealing with the changing world order and then uh there's another one that talks about the fourth turning but i can't remember the name off the top of my head but yeah so get your brush up your history brush up your knowledge we're in for a ride guys and it's gonna be a long like couple years like this this is gonna ride out to 2024 like not the recession as a as a whole but these ups and downs of economic structure. So where does Web3 play in all this? Because obviously my stance is, is Web3, but people are, are very doubtful in Web3, which I completely understand that reasoning. However, I, I don't believe that you can sit here and say that Web3 is not a sustainable economy or a sustainable ecosystem because we have bitcoin we have things in place the value of the u.s dollar is rapidly diminishing the currencies of the world are diminishing they're all going to turn to bitcoin eventually um except for maybe like russia and china because now they're 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 unplugging all the bitcoin miners and they are adapting to the ruble better, uh, the Russian ruble. 
has uh, kind of been like facilitated to where it actually holds more value now than it has before. Uh, because, you know, with their strategic war with the Ukraine, they were able to uh, pull out of like, I, I know, granted, they were transacting with a lot of countries and then they were banned by a lot of countries. But um, I think Russia has been able to effectively turn their currency into a valuable currency. And I think China is going to follow suit and China and Russia are both going to work hand in hand now. So I think that's going to be an interesting relationship down the line to look at uh, because Web3 is um, obviously more relevant in Europe and it's more relevant in those countries. The United States is still young with Web3. Um but there's still a lot of opportunity. And where do you go in this recession? Well, here's a few things. And this isn't financial advice, but here's a few things that I'm doing. A, I'm buying up as much Bitcoin and as much stability as possible. So Chainlink, Bitcoin, um, Stellar Lumens, I've been buying up, but I've been kind of repivoting that because uh, as much as... Other countries are adopting XLM. I don't think it's going to moon uh, in terms of like, I, I'm not going to 10x that that bag where I could still 10x with Bitcoin if you think about it or still um, like 10x with uh, Chainlink or Solana or Polygon. Um, I just gave away a few other coins. But so yeah, I'm like putting money in Solana putting money in Phantom, putting money in Chainlink, putting money in Polygon because they just did a deal with Disney. So look at your partnerships. Who is aligning with businesses and corporations right now because they need the liquidity to, to be able to last through this winter? So what are you guys looking at? That's what you need to look at. You need to look at sustainability in terms of economic structure. Chainlink is the biggest ecosystem of developers except for maybe obviously Ethereum's number one, but Chainlink from like an alt, I guess like an altcoin perspective is the biggest ecosystem. And then Phantom's a big ecosystem too. There's a lot of staking pools with um, Phantom. A lot of people like Cardano, a lot of people like Cosmos. I'm not a huge fan of it, um, but I know people like the infrastructure of, uh, especially Cardano. I know... Uh, I actually have an old neighbor I grew up with. He works on the F10 incubator in Switzerland, and he has a, a company called Clarity. Shout out Logan Pancho. Um, he is working on a project with the Cardano system, and he really likes the Cardano system. And I looked up his F10 pitch, and I, I liked it. I liked what he had to say. And it, it, it's made me think about Cardano as well. And I can't shit on Cardano. XRP just got their, uh, I guess it's Amici status, Amici status, um, against the SEC. Uh, I don't know where, where that's going to go, but uh, they, they've, they're beating a case with the SEC finally. Although I don't know if their holders are going to be able to transact still, which... That's the thing. I can't even buy XRP, really. So, like, why would I want to mess with that? Like, it's just they're cutting down the supply. But, yeah, like I said, I don't know where it's going from there. Um, 
so that's one thing kind of invest and buy up as much like share land in these ecosystems as you can second stake your liquidity so stake your cash basically uh i would just use since inflation is like eight percent lock in something short term and then try to get at least 10 percent of your money like gained year over year so at least your money is making daily gains you know to beat the inflation rate because the inflation rate is at what nine percent now um so you got to keep that in mind third what is your value in crypto and where can you value crypto i say that in a sense of where can you create a business i am in the process of creating a business uh, a web3 management business around assets and nft specifically where i help guide and consult with people who want to create their projects uh, businesses as well uh, creatively if they want to create a roadmap for an nft project they don't know how to create value that's what i bring to the table because i have that creative thinking mechanism that can make something a marketable product and and offer a community um or just like incentive so investors will want to invest in it um that's that's where i bring the value to the table is i can bring a business and build businesses around this and then know how to make smart contracts and and, and those types of things that's where i bring value so you need to figure out where you can bring your value in web3 and start your own business and then you can be your own person and then you know push comes to shove you can hopefully maybe create your own currency or create your own value in the market and then you're kind of indispensable in a way so yeah that's that's kind of where i'm going with this so i just i want you to let this conversation podcast resonate with you because it's short i'm keeping this short um I'm also getting an interview with someone uh, in the near future, and I'm going to try to get more interviews with Web3 enthusiasts, Web3 developers, things of that nature. And this goes beyond Web3. Whatever you want to be good at, I suggest you invest in yourself. So I'm investing in courses around blockchain, cryptocurrency, and smart contract development. So I have that certification to give people advice, in a sense, or, or just give people uh, that, that guidance that they can have. Um, but if you're in real estate, you should take some real estate courses um, or have a real estate mentor. Uh, if you're big into software, uh, whether it's developing and, and things like that, find a coach find a business coach find a drop shipping coach find just find someone to invest in yourself with it'll be worth it when you create your business of your own that creates a side income and then hopefully can take over your daytime job and then boom uh financial freedom is is in your grasp uh also investing courses or investing coaches are good too just keep an open mind and don't let this recession get you down. Be optimistic, be hopeful, and stay the course. Uh, things will pay off eventually in the end. 
you just got to not be in a survival mode mindset. You got to be in an innovative mindset and you got to be able to to think ahead. You got to think in the next macro, you know, three to five years. Don't try to think too much of the day to day if you can. Think, uh, think what you can do in the long term. All right, guys. That being said, have a great day. Always continue to win the life.